Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have to widen Jackson's screen so everybody can see his hipster cool look that he's got going, which is good. I'm not saying anything bad about that. And I have to hit Paul Maine's favorite pre-show. <laughs> well, hey there. The Pack Phillip Podcast is about to begin. You can always follow the show through Instagram, Twitter, and even Facebook. But if you're still into that sort of thing, the show is streamed live every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Pacific on our Pack Phillip Productions YouTube channel as well as on the Podbean app. You can call the show directly from Podbean and chat along in the discussion on both platforms. Now let's get to the Pack Pillar Podcast. You know what? It's so stupid that I love it. <laughs> That's why you hang out with us. <laughs> you know that when I wrote it, I knew it was going to be bad. I mean, I didn't, I didn't intend for any of this to be anything of like, like good. <laughs> Well, you hit it. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, okay, I need to have a sip before I do this. Jackson, that's a Dr. Pepper. I saw that. Hey, everybody. From 50 degrees to 20, from a full house to an empty nest, oh, what a week can do. It is Tuesday. It is 6 o'clock Pacific. The beer is poured. Well, two of them. Uh, the stream is on Podbean, and we are also on YouTube. You know how weird it is regularly using a term stream? If, if I was in grade school again, I would... Exactly! Uh, it's, yeah, it's time to talk bikes, and it's time to talk to Pack Filler. You guys, uh, before I even get into this show in any depth, realm, or importance... I need to mention that the membership is underway. I want to welcome to the new members of the pack. We are one week into our membership. I don't want to call it a membership drive because then people are going to suddenly associate it with some sort of a you know NPR you know push like that. And if you know what I'm talking about, fuck your old. Um, but welcome to the new members of the pack. You guys are pioneers. You'll be able to say that you were there when it was cool and before all those guys <laughs> sold out. Uh, you'll be that group. Uh, if you want in, check out our website, packfiller.com. Choose a membership plan that fits you, your budget, and your desire for free shit. Uh, first membership packages are going out March 1st. Um, and I, I did some thinking about that, and I know you guys are all going like, I'm going to get one big, huge, happy box from Packfiller, then I'm going to cancel my membership. Because you're going to pay like a buck for like $300 worth of stuff. <laughs> I figured you out, fuckers. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, first first package is going out March 1st, and that is going to be the caskets, the stickers, and the gooders. And when I mean the gooders, I mean I'm not fucking around. I mean the gooders. Gooder, gooder sunglasses have been cool enough to come on and for our first 50 members. Hurry up, people, because those, those slots are filling up. 
uh, and those all, all get a free pair of Gooder sunglasses. And all my other members also, you also receive regular swag boxes, free or reduced entry at events, discounts to great companies like Mojo Cyclery, like Gooder. I'm working on a couple more that I really can't mention yet because they don't want me to say anything yet. Exclusive social media access entry to regular show drawings. And I'm, I want to say that again. If you are listening to this podcast live or if you're listening to this on um, on your you know on your on your iPod <laughs> at some point in time, uh, know that we're going to be doing uh, regular show drawings, and the people who are members of the Pack Filler are eligible for those. Remember the prizes we give out at uh, at our events? Sometimes two, three hundred dollar pair of cycling shoes, things like that. Hey. If you're a Pack Filler member, you're going to be up for those. So, um, and more to come. So, join Pack Club Pack Filler. All the cool kids are doing it. So, speaking of empty nests, let's meet our friends for the night. Uh, Mister, I'm not super tucking. I'm just naturally arrow. Paul Maine, how are you, man? I'm <laughs> doing fine. <laughs> I got a I got a thing going here. Hold on. Next in this uh, online in Portland, Oregon, is Mister. I'm not super tucking. I'm just skinny. Jackson Bulger. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for the great intro. <laughs> and me, Mr. I'm not super tucking. Shit just rolls downhill. I'm Pat Bulger. <laughs> I wrote these. I want to hold this up to the camera. I wrote these these notes today in the hospital with my with my mother today. She's okay, by the way. She just had a leg surgery kind of thing, and I had to hand write my notes. It was old school, and I got ink all over my left hand because if you're a left hander, you know what I'm doing. And uh, so there we go. So there's there was my pain for the day. That was my first world pain, a problem. I had to actually write handwritten notes out today. Gentlemen, let's start where we always do, shall we? Who's writing? I should get I should get like an intro for that one, you know, just like hey. No, no. Who's writing? <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, I'm gonna start with you, man. Are you writing? And if so, how much and how often? I hate when people use T in often. Um, I am writing as much as I can at the moment. You know, I'm in my now third week of school. Um teachers are cracking down, Christ. Um Fuckers. I've been I know I've been having to read like 70, 80 pages a night. So that's been oh. a whole hell, hell of a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, Zwift has been my friend. I am also one of the visually impaired who needs some sort of corrective lens. So I just <laughs> ran out of contacts. So I can't really go outside. Oh, they're in, so by the way. I got, I got that email from your, uh, from your eye doctor here. They're here. Oh, cool. They're okay. 300 miles away from you, but they're here. <laughs> well, Hopefully they become here. As here, well. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to your uh, mother. I was talking to your mother, who's who. Um, I I can I can pull back the curtain here a little bit, and you know, this has nothing to do with cycling, but I can pull back the curtain here a little bit. And your mother, who works from home now, you know, since COVID and stuff like that, and I told her, oh, Jackson's contact lenses are in, and she said, oh, you should go get them. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> I'm the only one who apparently steps outside of the house anymore. Um, so you have, but have you gotten any outdoor miles? Um, unfortunately, because of the whole contact issue, I yeah, yeah. don't want to risk low light, and I don't see a piece, or I don't see a little bit of water, and I just watch out. So I'd rather, I'd rather not take my chances. So at the moment, I'm just sticking inside for a little while until I am able to ride 
with my contacts. You need to go out and ride with Anne Mariah from last week and and show her how how the pack filler rides and then yeah because because you're the only one who she won't drop. <laughs> but, no, that'd be cool. That that hopefully maybe would be on the horizon. So, yeah. yeah, that's been my riding agenda at the moment. Paul Main, mm-hmm. how's your bike riding been doing? I know of one ride mm-hmm. that you went on. Yeah, I went outside with you on Saturday. Yes. Doing the little rollers in between and stairs. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did. But, yeah. You're still, how often have you done those stairs? I do them about once a week. No shit? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I haven't I th- done them this week yet, but, yeah, I'll, I'll be hitting them here soon. Wow, I think I've done them, like, twice total. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay, that's why. That's it. Yeah. That's the secret, everybody. That's Paul's yeah. secret. That's why he gets so strong. <laughs> Come to Spokane to do the yeah. Perry stairs. <laughs> the Perry stairs. Uh, we finally got the weather, and uh, that was this was last week. We finally got the weather, and um, I didn't get outside anywhere as close to as much as I wanted. But that that three hour Saturday ride we mm-hmm. did felt really good. It felt mm-hmm. good to get out. It felt good to finally do some outside miles. And again. Um, as I said in the in the most recent coffee and comments uh, video, it's it's you can ride inside until your balls fall off. Um, it's not it's not the same. No. I, there, I said it. It's not the same. It's not the same workout. It's not the same enlightenment experience. It's not. It's just not. And um, and I, it was just the two of us. But I. Even if I was by myself, I would have been. It would. I would have come back as if I had achieved some sort of a sacramental experience. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good thing. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, how are the legs and the lungs, everybody? I mean, uh, uh, at, normally at this time of year, we all start to kind of assess. Okay, if this was normal time either, we'd be thinking about the fact that bike races are four or five weeks away. Now, we're probably not thinking that, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson's shaking his finger. But are we? If 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 we did have a bike race four or five weeks away, where would we be, fitness wise, Paul? In the shitter. <laughs> I'm ways off. I'm way off. Well, it, and I looked up on on our WSBA calendar, and I mentioned to you about mm-hmm. the TTs that somebody put in on. I haven't figured yeah. out who. Uh, in late April, and that lit a fire under my ass, thinking, "Oh, well, geez." You know, yeah. As opposed to that holding and waiting, it's just so everything. Yeah. It seems look it looks like is in September now. Yeah, and other than that, start. local you know TTs can happen, and yeah. that's what yeah. on the west side they're doing. Uh, Jack, when he was here, he's talking to a promoter that that's how they're going to approach. If you look on the calendar too, they're having, you know, that's the only way you can do that distancing. But exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, if things work out, you know if. I think a lot of guys are scheduling TTs, and hopefully this is the plan of those people doing the local series, whoever they are, um, That because it's on the course, closed course that we have. Don't Spokane. go too in-depth into this because no. this is a, a part topic of the deal. that's coming right. up shortly. But, anyway, but you know, yeah. they could, if if the you know we go into phase three or something and it allows more than 30 riders yeah. or whatever, they could turn it into race. So you've got a course already. Yep. You can just launch it. Yep. Yeah. I think that was their thinking, but I'm guessing. Yeah. So there you go. Jackson, do you have a basis for like where you would be this time last year and where you need to be this year and things like that? 
Well, I will say I'm a whole hell of a lot fitter than I was last year this time. Really? Really? Um, yeah, I think, uh, and we were just talking about it, which I completely agree with. I think riding indoors, can you can never replicate the outdoors, which I don't think yeah. is its goal. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> uh, I think uh, that has evolved my fitness this year. Um, and I am more, at this point, maintaining. So if I were to have to race in four weeks, I'd probably be fine i don't think i'd be we i don't know if i'd be winning anything but um, yeah but i th i think i'm right where i need to be for the moment or for the time that i'm in and for the schedule that i know about for me personally at least i this is i, I paused because i'm trying to I, I i don't think of the answer to my own questions <laughs> I really don't. I just write this shit and well, I write a question. Well, then you're in the same boat as we are because we don't know what you're going to ask us. Yeah. yeah. So now it's back on you. So, words, yeah. Yeah. so I'm just like, I'm interviewing myself. Yeah, and that's I have right. no idea what's coming. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to stay in my trailer until I know what the questions are. Um, I, wow. It's been, it's such a weird year because I'm trying so hard to um, play this catch up that has been such an element of, of, the last decade <laughs> i know that sounds weird but um you know you i you get older you let things slide and you get older and it's harder to get back and uh this whole weight loss thing has been a big effort and i you know it's 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 just it's it's coming off just a little bit at a time and i wanted to i'm an american i want fast results <laughs> I want I want immediate satisfaction and I want it yesterday and it pisses me off. So things are slowly getting better. You know, we went out on that ride on Saturday and, and you put the hammer down. I don't know if you did it intentionally or anything like that. Well, you probably did, Where? fucker. Um the bottom of that long descent after the um by the Grange Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, nah, I mean I always like tapping out a rhythm. It was I think it was there on the way out. We had to we had to go up that long climb oh, yeah. okay. instead of the snow, and then yeah. we went down the descent, and then before we had to turn to go out to Four Mounds, uh -huh. the big loop there. Gotcha. And and you just kind of you kind of kept the tempo going after this downhill, and I was going, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, stay on it, you know. And, and you were probably just like, hey, I'm having a great day. Hey, Kermit the Frog here, <laughs> and I'm just going, fucking stay on his wheel, don't drop, you know. And so, but. But those are the moments where I'm going, okay, this is what you're training for. I'm not training to to be your lap dog, but I'm training to to be able to hold on to those those efforts and and I want fast results. I, I don't know where I'm getting at this, but I'm I'm tired and my brain hurts, but I, I want results and I want them now. There, fuckers. Just give me results. <laughs> Just give me the EPO and shoot me in. Um, so I, I, and this is for you guys out there listening. If you guys are on uh, Podbean right now, uh, tuning in, uh, let me know or something like that. Um, I know Paul's going to like run screaming from the room uh, before I even get to the point where I'm going to say anything about this one. <laughs> Whoa, that was hot. Mm. But, um, if anybody's up for some more Zwift challenges this spring, he's uh, he's gone. That's it. He just left. Um, if anybody's up for some more Zwift challenges this year, let me know because I'd be more than happy to put them together, especially now that we're getting the subscribers and people are on our uh, Facebook and social media challenge, uh, channels and stuff like that that you guys are kind of com commenting more often. Let me know on that on that group. Let me know if you're up for more, either a one-off or a multi-day thing. We did the multi-day. That takes a lot of 
you know, commitment from people. So if there's a one-off thing, let me know. You know, if you want to do it like a, I don't know, you know, what, what, what would we do? You know, 50-mile challenge, uh, yeah. indoor beer mile. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so. promote weight loss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want everybody else to get fatter. Uh, do you guys have any new challenges or events that are on the radar that anything is popping? In? Paul, you were saying about the time mm. about the time trial series. Yeah, the time trial series. It's it's in our backyard. Why not? Um, it would be nice if it, you know, we're going to different phases and we can race. Yeah. Um, Vance Creek over on the other side. I mean, thirty people max, and their wow. way they're they're figuring uh, they'll be at a certain phase. So um, that's a mass start or a mass TT? start. 30 people max wow. at phase two or i don't know what it was it, yeah they, they have the the and, and if you go to 5311 that's the promotional uh people okay. there and they, they have the breakdown of their covid wow. protocol and stuff so um if they can do it i think we could do it over here too yeah shit yeah um, so all that you know anytime i look at that that gets the juices flowing yeah and last year was a drag you just keep hoping and see yeah. things disappear this time of year last year we we it hadn't really hit us no yet. it hadn't had it but nope. but i remember march where it was just you just saw stuff getting pushed and mm-hmm. pushed and pushed jackson's there any have you I, I know you're swamped though i mean have you ever stopped and looked at the calendar where you are or anything like that especially because um, you're there this I summer haven't. what was that especially because you're there this summer yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I haven't had too big of a chance to yet. Um, I think the races that will come in like the September to mid to late August type of thing are what I'd really look to target more or less. Um, okay. I think it'd be kind of cool to find something that's of my alternative mindset um, in and around where I am. But uh, other than that, you know, we'll see what I can do. I don't know if I have any like specific targets at the time, but uh, like right now, but uh, yeah. Yeah, if, if if there's a race around the time that I just mentioned, I'd love to be there. Well, it's one in our backyard, River City uh, Omnia. Yeah, it's in, in August. That would be perfect. That'd yeah. be really cool. I'd love for that one. Yeah, fingers crossed. That's me knocking on the bar. Mm-hmm. And the... I think it's the second or third weekend in August. And so. I will not knock on that bar for any tour predictions or <laughs> any uh, any bike race winners, stuff like that. This is a real one. I mean this. When I knock on the bar, that's good luck. Because, God, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm still so up in the air. I, it hasn't hurt my motivation, which is usual, which is unusual. Because usually at this time of year, it's like if I don't have something on the horizon on the calendar, I'm not, I'm not training for it. But I, I will have to find something. Let's be honest. We, we got to find something here. Oh, please, God, let us find something. You guys, let's get to the news because we have a shit ton of news. This was a busy week. Um, uh, first of all, I guess it's I, even before I hit the theme, I should just basically say that, Jackson, you know about Peter Sagan and, and having COVID, right? I do. How come that's not a big issue anymore? Are we getting dumbed down to people having COVID where it's like, eh, He'll be fine in two weeks. He's good. Yeah, my cousin Vinny, he had it. Yeah. He's okay. Are we getting to that point where it's like, fuck it, uh, another guy has COVID, fuck, no big deal. I I mean, something that I've been noticing, especially as I've been, like, paying attention to soccer players getting it as well. So, like, yeah. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who plays for AC Milan, um, he caught it. 
but he it was very like relatively under the radar about a lot of things just because i mean because they are athletes they are in that demographic in which they will they will be able to battle it better than very strong chance yeah 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 a, a, a person like peter sagan is going to be able to combat this better than an 84 year old man with breathing difficulties you know yeah. so i think <laughs> i think that's why there's not a lot about it and i um but i you know the same guy i just mentioned before zlatan ibrahimovic said he always he always, always calls himself the lion um and the what he, what was like, that sorry he calls himself the lion calls himself the lion and oh, he wow. feels like he can he kind of like acts like he's this above humanity type of person but he said that this is something that he has had to like genuinely face before which he never says that against anything else so i wow. think that while yes these athletes are in a better demographic i think that they are also taking it very seriously yeah okay good well speaking of people taking things a little bit seriously <laughs> you know because you know what i'm saying you guys know what i'm going to talk about here when people taking things seriously there's some shit that went down this week. And I, I I didn't mean to make, you know, Peter Sagan getting COVID as a second story, but it is this week because of all the absolute lunacy that's going on. Welcome to the draconian measures. Um, after banning the so-called super tuck position, the UCI is likely to uh, anger riders in the professional peloton even further with a series of other new rules and punishments, including banning of the... Paul, you're the only one I know in my close circle who does it regularly because you can do it physically, and I can't. Uh, the forearms on bars, aerodynamic position. I wish we would have come up with a better name for it, but uh, commonly used in breakaways. In an update to the UCI rules, the sports governing body also confirmed that riders could be fined, docked, ranking points, and penalized times if they throw objects such as beatings and, and waste in a careless or dangerous manner outside of uh, new litter zones. Cool. Awesome. In stage races, a first infringement throwing waste can be punished. You know, anyway, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I, I'm cool with that. Um, but I do want to get to the point that, number one, the fact that the new rule comes out on April 1st. It's a joke. <laughs> so are they fucking with us? <laughs> are they fucking with us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I do want to start to, I do want to just kind of take this and I want to pick it apart. Let's start with the super tuck. The um, and correct me if I'm wrong. The first time I truly saw it put into account was Chris Froome in the tour, where he was pedaling while in that in that position. Am I am I wrong by assuming that there was American riders did it? Yeah, younger guy in one Over. of the the races here, uh, like two years before, Isagan in the Worlds did it uh, in his breakaway when he won the Worlds at Richmond. Um, but of course, the famous one is everybody watches the tour, and, and it was yeah. from, and he won the tour based off of that stage too. So that probably accelerated that position. So did Sagan do it pedaling? Yeah, <clears throat> it was the he most. Could probably, I think he even clipped clipped out and used one foot, and then like <laughs> ducked underneath his top tube, did a handstand, <laughs> bunny hopped a car. Yeah, he did it all. Yeah, <laughs> the guy can handle a bike. So let's let's talk about. Let's talk about the super tuck being banned. 
and and I, I, I we got it. We get, we understand we're taking this as a as an inverse pyramid here, right? Okay, we're going to start with the wide of the super tuck band, and then we're going to go all the way down to we're going to go all the way down what to there. Okay, <laughs> um, so let's start with the super tuck. The the benefits of it, the agreement of it, the disagree, agree, disagree, or yeah, but where do you guys fall on that spectrum? Jackson, you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, I think kids, that it, uh, so, whew, it's a big topic, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I agree with what a lot of writers are saying right now in that there, haven't, there hasn't been any um, accidents as of yet. Um, because of this super tech thing. Um, I mean, same with the other band positions. We'll get yeah. onto that. But um, I get where um, where the writers are coming from and how the UCI never talked to them um, about these changes. And I, I, I get where the writers are coming from and saying that this should have had a longer process, should have been talked, the writers should have been spoken to. And I think that is not the best way of dealing with it. I think the writers should have had some sort of input on it in the teams. Um, where I do agree with it and I do understand it is there are people who are going to try it out there that shouldn't be trying it. Um, there are going to be younger people who haven't handled a bike very much, or there are going to be people in a pack race who aren't <laughs> professionals flying down a hill at 40 50 miles an hour and they can't they don't have the strength to get back up then that's that's where i think it draws where it crosses a line a little bit because ultimately we are a sport where we are looking at the pros and we want to be like them in a way you know what i mean yeah. um i i think that it probably is a little it could be blown out of proportion from where we're seeing it but i also i get both sides is really ultimately what i'm saying because i don't want little joey going out there and getting in a super tuck and getting a concussion so bad that he has to be out of school for the entire year yeah or he threw a straw for the rest of his days yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't want. Something Sorry, like that was that. a joke. For those of you who are going to get angry with me, that was a fucking joke. Okay. But genuinely, yeah. though, we don't. Yeah. We don't want to see that type of thing. Yeah. Out in the world, we don't want an injury no. to be caused from a position Christ like no. this. Yeah, exactly. Um. No. Okay. Did I cut you off? No, you. Okay. Added a perfect bow on top of my present. There we go. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Well, there we go. Happy birthday. <laughs> Paul, what do you got? I think um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, obviously the, their first comment came up is that consulting with the writers and every writer's like, I was never asked, yeah. um, you know, type of thing uh, that they came to this decision. Uh, every writer says the same thing that no one really does that super tech, you know, in, in a group. Yeah. It's usually the lead guy. Um, it's kind of an unwritten rule, you know. Um, so I think the writers are fine. Uh, to me, when you make a rule, you have, I like reasons behind it saying, you know, as opposed to some kind of like, you know, I talk to the writers and we find it unsafe. Therefore, you know, what, what's your proof? How many people have crashed? And, and when it comes down to, you know, I don't want to belittle like amateurs doing it and getting hurt. 
I'm not trying to do that. But the thing is, is there's some things that you you got to. We can't stop everything just for the the unfortunate ones that can't handle a bike and want to try to look like a pro. Now that position is out. What's going to stop the casual rider to use it anyway in, yeah. a, in a group ride? It's already out. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think that's a very good, you know, valid excuse to put it in there. Um, <clears throat> and and you sent us, like, the positions that are okay. I did, that graphic. Yeah. 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 And the Pantani, if anybody doesn't know, Pantani made this one where he scoots his belly's on his saddle and his butt's over his back wheel. Yeah. Now I've done imagine it. making your ass a mud guard for those of you who can't imagine the position. Yeah. yeah. And, and ass brake. keeper. Yeah. Yeah. And, and use saber. it as a brake. Yeah. 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 And that's it, it. And I've ridden on that too. I've yeah. done that position. It's way more squirrely, you know. Plus, there's so much balance issues. Well, I mean, if you're going down, I mean, because you, you think you're going downhill, the center of gravity is better. Yeah. Then up front, you've got all the weight on the front wheel. And that's dangerous on a downhill you're hitting corners and stuff the problem with with the super tuck is getting not so much into it but getting out of it that's the squirrely part so if you make a a bad decision in a corner you think you can hold that and you try and get out of it okay you're pretty fucked yeah you know but you have to at what point do we take away somebody making that decision you know what i mean like i don't know it's i like to be a little more raw and 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 you know kind of basic like you know the fittest survive and and that's probably a, a poor example or a poor choice of words but i mean you have to use your freaking bra- uh, brain y- y- you're taking chances and you know yeah. your chances going in there so I, I i think it's another stupid thing there's so many other things that could be focusing on i don't like that they threw out they talked to writers but I heard something from, from. I did hear that there was a discussion. Gianni Bugno is is in one of the heads. You were going to say, yeah, okay. Gianni Bugno and 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 even Philippe, uh, Philippe Joubert yeah. says the riders don't get involved with the rules. They just shout when when the rules are made, as opposed to you know what we don't think they don't speak to them. And say hey, you know, come to us, let us decide or let us give it our input. They just sit back. They won't interact. It's all uh, yeah, and it's just they wait until the rules, and then they they pound their fist on the table. So and it's so it's all reaction. Either there's no initial conversation going yeah. into it. And and to me, maybe maybe this will launch where riders will get more involved with the, with rules. I mean, maybe this is that and the the which I even think's more stupid is getting to that non arrow bar position. That's, yeah. Well, That's worse than I this. guess my point is is I'm trying to figure out what the issue is here. Where we have been we've been talking about the, you know this this yes, it is a dangerous position and I'm just talking about the super tuck right now. Mm-hmm. It is a dangerous position for the average Joe. Absolutely. Um we have not seen major incidents where Pro cyclists have been hurt or even killed by this. Mm-hmm. We have seen major incidents where, uh, you know, barriers have mm-hmm. caused problems. Um, the UCI is sitting back on that one. Um, yet, I can watch. I can go. I my you know. Uh, let's imagine. Let's go back in the time machine. 
Jackson and I are sitting down watching, uh, I don't know, fucking, you know, whatever, a, a movie, a TV show, something like that. And we watch somebody running around with a gun. Or we're watching, heaven forbid, the Olympics, and we're bored because we're in between events, and we're watching shooting. Okay? There's a guy on my screen with a gun shooting a rifle. He's, you know, bang, 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 bang. Okay? Does that mean Jackson's going to go out the next day, grab a gun, and shoot somebody, and all of a sudden, shooting's banned from the Olympics? I know you guys are probably saying to me, Pat, quit fucking, you know, running, taking this and running with it. But my job as a responsible human being is to understand the fact that I can't fucking do that tuck. My body won't let me do that tuck. I can't keep control of my bike. I can't be in such a litigious nature because I was a stupid fuck with all my friends out on a Sunday mountain uh, on a Sunday road ride and, and because I crashed I can't sue the UCI for that because I was stupid. Mm-hmm. The same way I can't run into a nightclub and start shooting people like Keanu Reeves and expect to walk out <laughs> and look cool and brush my hair back because they killed my dog. You know, I, I, I seriously am at the point where I just am trying to get my head around the fact that, yes, I saw a pro do something. It doesn't mean I can do it. Well, I, and I, I like your analogy of uh, the Olympics, and it made me flash back. My little brother and I used to watch the Olympics on TV in 1976, and, and we saw, like, track and field. And as most people know, I grew up in the boonies. And we saw uh, pole vaulting. Yeah. So we created our own little pole vault. <laughs> yes. And and I tell you, right now, if I would have saw my son with the apparatus that we had, you know. Yeah. We had, like, You'd broken sticks. It. Oh, we snapped sticks. We got slivers. We had... We had nails sticking out of things. I mean, we did a pit. We we would find whatever we could for a pit to land on. Yeah. I mean, that's to me part of growing up. I know that's going to sound like I've just I'm antiquated, no. but you know the thing is, is oh well, I learned something. Rigid, you know. Yeah. Uh, poles are not so good. Let's get something a little more flexible. I mean, there was a learning process, dude. I and saw- then it's like you know that hurt too much. I'm done. I saw Evil Knievel jump the Grand Canyon, and so I took my big wheel out into the backyard, and I jumped ramps, and I fell on my face, mm-hmm. and I hurt myself. But my parents were gone, so I had to deal with it myself. <laughs> so, fuck. Uh, uh, Jackson, help me, because you're younger, and you're going to probably be the voice of reason here, because we're just in this yeah. mentality where it's like, yeah, fuck it, I hurt myself. It's my fault. It's not, it's not Philippe Gilbert, because... He can do it. Yeah, I think, um, I, I mean, obviously the pros can do it. You know, um, I heard somebody and I, I sent a text about this yesterday um, to everyone if like about something I'd recently watched. Um, and in that video, it um, the presenter looked straight into the camera and went, you are not pros. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you shouldn't be doing it. Um, I also think, though, that there are going to be impressionable people out there. We are the three people that know that we shouldn't be attempting this. So when we go out on a, when we go out on a day, we aren't going to try that, right? Um, okay. However, there are also people out there who go, uh, actually, this is something I just thought about. You know when um, you wear something and you, uh, cycling related, and somebody says, you look pro, right? Okay. 
I've never when heard that. When is that going to stop is my only worry. <laughs> when does slamming your stem, even though it hurts, you look pro, dude. That's, that's another thing to me. When is that going to stop? When does somebody go, I'm going to get in this tuck because my friends are going to say I look pro? Unfortunately, we are a vain, we are a bit of a vain community in some cases. So I think that in a lot of ways, we are going to want to look pro. I, I'm not saying that I agree with it. I, I'm never going to go out and do the super tuck. I don't care if the pros do the super tuck. But I also, because I want to play devil's advocate on this one, yeah. Um, yeah. I get You're doing a the, masterful job at that. <laughs> and I, I, I just don't want, where do I look pro to take it to a point where it's too far? That's my only worry. As somebody who is, you know, as, as here I am, uh, you know, the, the, the host of this show, and I, the last thing I want to do is go out and tell people to hurt themselves, and then all of a sudden, you know, everything's gone because we're in such a litigious society. But this is very similar to what I talked about in Coffee and Comments, where we're this cancel culture, that if you see something that isn't good, you have to immediately get rid of it. it and and I, I just don't get the mentality of the fact that, we're all living, breathing human beings with a brain between our ears, and we have to be able at some point in time to take accountability for ourselves. We have to understand that um, we're going to do stupid shit. And and you know what? I did stupid shit to myself. I, you know, We've all done stupid shit to ourselves because of something we saw or something we did or a way we were influenced and great. But that doesn't mean you – know, Simone Biles is Simone Simone what's Biles. her name the gymnast Biles Simone Biles. Biles Simone Biles I see her flipping all over the place I'm not going to go out in my backyard and suddenly do a backflip or I'm going to if I try it I'm going to hurt myself and I'm going to go to the hospital because I broke my arm like I did when I was a kid not because I was being a gymnast maybe but <laughs> but that's not her fault no and I I did this just upsets me I I, I well let's keep it in the cycling world yeah. Then here's the super tuck. I mean, things could happen. Uh, you can look pro, but you're not going to look pro when you're missing teeth and you landed on your face. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're taking that chance. But look at mountain bike downhill. Are you? Are we going to get yeah. to the point? Are we going to take? Because I, I tell you what, I don't think I would walk down some of those places where those guys are flying down the hill. No. On the rock gardens and stuff, you see those guys getting just catapulted off. But where did we draw the line? And why is it why is it the you know the pro peloton has found this position that that is faster maybe not extremely faster yeah. but it is proven to be a little bit faster taken away because if this is the if this is the UCI what we're talking about the reason to ban it is so that somebody from Spokane Washington on his second ride does a tuck down Mount, Mount Spokane yeah you know. The super tuck down the Mount Spokane. Yeah. You can't control that, and you can't control uh, it's. Then take away downhill mountain biking. So God, pro don't cycling, do that. Pro cycling is to blame for every crash that's ever happened yeah. in the sport of cycling. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the barriers, I heard that they will be uh, correcting that issue next year. Next year. See, but that's more immediate in my. <laughs> I also did hear about this year, though, how they are working to 
correct things as well, how they're going to be having specific people who are in charge of the barriers now, mm-hmm. rather than it just yeah. being, oh, let's throw up some barriers and call it good. Can that uh, be the sock guy? Can he get a better gig than, than measuring <laughs> socks. fucking socks? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that on the barriers, you know, that they, that's another step. At least having somebody there, yeah. right? There's going to be some sort of regulations that this is what it needs to be. And I think that some of those will be impl- implemented this coming season. So do we, does anybody think that there is a uh, uh, any type of a... I mean, let's play conspiracy theory. The entire world's playing conspiracy theories these days. Um, are we all going to be writing dropper posts in the near future? Because now we uh, we can't necessarily get arrow. Our ass has to be on the seat. So let's just drop the saddle down. And all of a sudden, we're now in an aerodynamic position. Bing, boom, bang. Um, suddenly, Shimano, Shram, everybody makes a gigantic killing about making roadies now ride dropper posts. Am I am I full of shit? Well, on a ride, we were talking about the new Shimano Grupo that, that's coming out because they, they got a patent with the FCC or got clearance yeah. to use a certain frequency. So their new um, DI2 is coming out. And one of the things that they that I heard on another podcast, and I can't remember which one, they're saying, yeah, they're getting <laughs> well they're done. getting a wireless um uh wireless so for a dropper post yeah and so i'm like and and you mentioned it on the ride it's like you know what are they going to do when they take that because we were talking about yeah. that yeah that uh rule of of no uh super tuck so and then i said well man shimano's just a step away so are they are they this is a conspiracy is the uci in the back pocket of manufacturers are saying hey we've got the technology these guys want to get that low we have this in order we to can push that we can do that we can with our yeah. di2 we can you know or SRAM, even their etap have a dropper post that drops down and those guys can get down there so are they in bed with that because we know there hasn't been any accidents so i'm just saying i think it'd be interesting right now they weigh a hell of a lot for what a lot of these writers are looking for they um, won't they won't when it becomes exactly, an issue yeah. yeah um I don't know if I'd write a dropper post, though. I Personally, I know there will be another position. You know, somebody's going to find another little way around it. There will be another well, another super tuck, in my opinion. On that uh, the list, that little diagram we had. I, I, I should have posted that. Yeah. The, well, you can do it later. Yeah. They can take a look at it. And anyway, the second position that they said is okay is uh, the down two position. Look at look at that down two position where his butt is on that saddle. It's right on the tip of the saddle. So if you have yeah. a dropper post with your shoulders on you see, the bars. It. So if you had a dropper post, that position's still fine. You're back in the super tuck. Yeah, but you're, you're back po- in the super, super tuck. tuck, but you dropped your post. Yeah, your C post. And uh, let you know. Let's add to that. You know, let's 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 add into the <laughs> issue the breakaway position, the elbows mm-hmm. on the on the bars. Um, Spinachis are coming back it's a joke (laughs) it's a joke on the internet right now but god damn it let's bring back the spinachis man or drop in bars because it's about contact points where Uh the uci is making their issue about contact points your butt should be on the saddle your hand should be on the bars well fine if i put a little spinachi out front 
I'm, I've got my hands on the bars. Mm-hmm. Or um, drop-ins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which were legal mass start for mm-hmm. several for a long time. Yep. Jackson, do you know what those are? Are we? We talked about them on the show before. We showed pictures. What, what was the the, the drop in the Scott drop ins where the handlebar? Oh yeah, yeah. those okay. are stupid. Those were the worst idea I've ever seen. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought they were cool. Oh, that's why you have a pair. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do have a set. <laughs> the flexies can be. Oh, they would. Hey, but if they were solid, would you have ridden them? No. Okay. Really? Think about this. Have you seen the Canyon gravel bike? Yeah, yeah the double decker, which Can is play? which is that design They're pretty damn similar well the reason for that is because of but their my drop-ins are stupid yeah but the, the, the double decker <laughs> set up for for position of rise because of the design of that bike yeah it it's yeah. not a deeper position if you look at that drop it's still yeah. at your top tube you're up high it's not getting a lower position it, it's just the way they designed the bike um Go. sorry i will say on oh. on this whole hands the elbows on the the bars thing um this is the one that i didn't really know if i had a full understanding of i understand like the the other one because there are higher speeds involved um i think this one is a little less dangerous in my opinion i think no matter what like this one like your your elbows are on the bars you know you don't have your hands on the bars so you yeah. don't have as much control but i think that this one might have been a little too much in my opinion i yeah i just i'm i'm questioning the timing why this was the issue that they chose to attack now uh there were no major issues uh you know dan martin went on twitter recently and was like saying you know i think they're being proactive i think it's a good idea and, and then I, what I loved was somebody tweeted back and went, Dan, if you're being held against your will, blink three times. <laughs> because I was like, dude, what the fuck? I, 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 I just don't necessarily. Well, the, there get might the be timing. a little. Don't you think there might be a little bit of truth on that? Because there's people, the, the announcers, and how many times do we watch the tour or whatever race and they're in the super tuck or in that arrow position? And. Announcers are saying, don't try this at home. Yeah, and some of them are even saying, I don't even do it. I would never do it. I'd never let my – I mean, I hear it all the time. So if if somebody does crash and gets hurt on that, then then the UCI is a joke. I mean, I think they are in a pinch a little bit because they're like – I mean, everybody doesn't think it's safe, so why are you letting them – you know. Yeah. First time I wheelied. I ever tried to wheelie on my road bike was after American Flyers when I saw Davey Summers do it. I'm not, this isn't intended as a joke. I saw him well, do it and I thought, I was like, fuck, I want to learn how to do that. And I did it in a parking lot and I fell and I scratched the shit out of my bike and I banged my elbow and I, I bled profusely for the rest of that training ride. Pat, it's your own fucking fault. Yeah. I, sorry, I just, I, I can't get off this, 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 this accountability element mm-hmm. where where there's no nobody's understanding the fact that I want I watched I watched a NASCAR <laughs> and I'm just going to take lefts for the rest of my life at 190 miles an hour. No, I'm not going to do that because those guys do that on the track and they're professionals. Well, God damn it. This is the same issue. Am, am, am I blown this? Am I freaking out or uh, Am I losing my mind here? I, I, Somebody I, tell I, me I'm not insane. No, I, I don't think so. I I think this does 
walk the line of what do we leave up to human judgment and what do yep. we need to like but paul you did say it i think you know this is like one of the first times uci is being like proactive about something before it's happened because they have been criticized in the past for not, not being taking pro-rated. action before yeah. something has happened but rather taking action when something big has happened mm-hmm. so i commend them on that front i think how they went about it and some of the things that they went about banning are kind of odd um but yeah. i i i'm happy that they did take a step before something really bad happened barriers another thing but yeah <laughs> yeah it's just i i their priorities were uh, fucking whack okay second story we can go on with that one forever um, in case you guys didn't know, uh, Chris Froome is in the news these days, and and this one, Paul's just like he's gonna have a field day with this one because we this was it was like we were prepping for the show on our three hour yeah. ride on Saturday. Yeah. Chris Froome, in case you guys didn't know, he's questioned the merits of disc brakes, arguing, and I quote. The technology is not quite where it needs to be, despite preparing to use them during the 2021 season. Um, after spending 10 years on a rim brake Pinarello at Team Sky, Ineos, Froome has switched to factor bikes and disc brakes at his new Team Israel startup nation. He released a video on Monday uh, basically going through the entire bike. He's very praiseworthy of the bike. It's a gorgeous fucking bike. I, I, oh, shit. I know very little about factor bikes. But it's it's a beautiful looking bike. Jackson, you're laughing because I said, "Oh shit!" Because it was because I slipped out of the chair and I kicked it. <laughs> okay, you're laughing at that. You're laughing at my physical humor. Okay. He weeble wobbled. Yeah, I did weeble wobble. <laughs> he while while speaking enthusiastically about the rest of the bike and its components, he did uh, a little to try and disguise his distaste for the for the new brakes. And he said, "I'm not 100 percent on them yet myself." I've been using them for the last couple of months, and performance-wise, they're great. You always stop when you need to stop. In the dry and the wet, they did the job. They do what they're meant to do. And then he went on to say the downside, the constant rubbing, the potential for mechanicals, the overheating, the discs becoming a bit warped when descents longer than five or ten minutes of constant braking. Jackson's Jackson's completely, he's, he's, he's laughing right now. And, and, oh, God, I just got a battle of the generations just brewing here, apparently. <laughs> um, what I want to know is, okay, let's go old guys aside. Let's, let's try to pull, Paul, let's try to be younger right now. Uh, Jackson, try to be a little older. Um, and let's discuss the pros and cons of this debate. Let's put this fucking rim brake versus disc brake debate as best as we can to rest. I know we're never going to until rim brakes are gone which is a matter of time but uh but what let's start with what do disc brakes provide what do they help and make so much better that you would switch to them jackson you're welcome to go first mr giggle boy (laughs) i gotta start by saying what the hell is he talking about by by them warping that is the one thing that was very surprising to me um it does no, happen. I'm looking at Paul, yeah, yeah. waiting for him to just go. Fuck you, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'll me. let him. I'll let him say me. Say his piece. They they do provide a better braking performance in the wet. In my opinion, they provide a better braking performance no matter what. Um, that's how I feel, and I think that that's what this debate is all about. Personal preference. Um, I think you also have the um, 
opportunities of choosing between multiple rotor sizes. You can do a 160 and a 140, and depending on what you feel more comfortable with, you're going to have a better braking or like a, a, a stopping um, ability. So if you have a big, bigger rotor, you're going to stop riding a this lot down. quicker. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really big deal. Um, I also think while, yes, they weigh um, a little bit more, I also think that they are going to be the way of the future. Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you did there. You used yeah. the way word twice. That was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, nice. um, and I ultimately think that while, yes, um, there is a huge debate out there, buy whatever the hell you want, in my opinion, there are better ways of breaking on discs and on rims there's also a better way than the derailleur if we're being if we're really getting down to it i think in this this debate's all about preference okay i think you're jumping around in a little bit you're 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 immediately 50 years into the future it's like oh i can change gears with my mind but what i'm saying is like there are better we could figure out a better way if we're being really honest if we really wanted to we could find a better way to shift it's the only way we've really found at the moment, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're dealing with what we have. Paul, I, I want to know, let's talk about the pros right now. Let's there talk is, about the pros. There is tons of pros. On and the, I know you have the cons. I'll let you go I, pros and cons. You should, yeah, I, I will do with the pros at first. And since he kind of hit the pros on it, let's, yeah. I'll do my pros. He can do his cons. I'm if he has any cons for it. Jackson, do you have any cons for, 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 uh, disc? for disc brakes? I mean, they weigh more. Um, yes, there's going to be a difficulty uh, with switching wheels. On, like, if you're a pro or if you ch plan on racing a shitload. Um, um, what else? They're all, they are less aerodynamic. Yep. I will say that, depending on the frame. Um, and I guess if we're really getting down to it, there could be a possibility of in, like injuries in a in a crash oh the pizza slicer right. yeah thing yeah but that's rarely yeah. happened so yeah I'm, I'm not that's not my no. i don't have a beef with that you no. know but you know mindly i haven't sliced my Achilles tendon on them but paul main so on the pro side they do they're consistently break better um i think technology on on just rim surfaces i mean once carbon carbon rims came into play dis brakes really took a jump forward yeah. for road because there was terrible brake surfaces. I, they've overcame that, but um, most people run clinchers because they're, you know, the average guy. Yeah. If you ran, if you, if you ran tubulars, none of this was an issue. I mean, it, there was braking. You didn't have your rims blow up because you didn't have the sidewalls. You just had this build-up of carbon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what – Without a doubt, e even in, in foul weather, um, it does break better. Uh, I think it is what we're all going to be riding. I, 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 I always fight back anybody who pushes. They're, they're trying to push something that is not right for road racing. Just like I, dropper I would, posts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dropper posts or whatever. Um, I'm wondering how much of this is. Uh, this is my conspiracy theory. They're just making us all buy shit. Well, right, and put they on your foil hats. Let's be honest. The, the Shimano, uh, the bike frames, all those people don't make money. They lose money on pro racing. Yeah, it, it's based off of. To be realistic, it's based off of people buying the product. You and I, 
Yeah. So if the pros are racing, you know, Brand X, Pinarello cells went through the roof. I mean, they, they've had a great Tour de France. I mean, all the way back from Miguel Indra and them yeah. before, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but getting getting back to, there's positives. That's the whole industry is leaning that way. It works better than rim brakes in all disciplines and bicycles, you know, better than rim brakes. But my drawback, here's my negative to it, is when it comes to racing, uh, a pro or amateur, the the things that made cycling so unique is that that you had teammates help you. They could change a wheel. And, like, one of my favorite uh, Perry Roubaix's, it's Doug Shapiro gives a yeah. wheel to somebody yeah. else in Perry Roubaix. Dusty. That's, yeah. And so yeah. what yeah. happens is the pro teams – are sponsored by Shimano, Saram, Campanolo, and whatever they've invested, what wins on Sunday, sells on Monday type deal. And that's yeah. that's just the way it is. So there's that push to do that. I agree with Froome in every aspect. I think his bike isn't set up right when he's <laughs> complaining of some of the things that weren't working, like the piston's not lining up. Uh, and, I, and I've been on a ride with a friend who, coming down Mount Spokane, who his um, started having brake fade on his 160. Wow. Um, he's, he's Yeah, he's 250 pounds. But for the average guy out there, like the weekend warrior. I got to ride with that guy. Who's that? Whoever's he's 250 that? Yeah. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. On the, the flats, le- he's a beast. I was going to say, he's I'll be the last. Wow, well, fuck him. And he was a rower. At oh, really? UW. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, um, but, you know, as a... You know, these things happen, I think, they're a little bit ahead of time. Uh, and I always push back when somebody's forcing it because it really isn't ready, but it will be. I really accept the fact that we will all be on disc brakes and they'll figure it out. But it's pushed so hard that that's my kickback. But we were talking on a ride. I was going to say, I think you're being nice because <laughs> yeah. I want to get to the point where you're on the, ride, on the ride. Because t- for a selfish reason, the less than 1% of the people who race on the weekend or go – and do races, and, and this kind of why I'm on the show is because I yeah. like the amateur side of racing, yeah. and even at 58, just shits and giggles, even when I get my ass kicked in, is that a crit, I just dawned on me when we are riding, is like, why even have a, a free lap? Because you're not going to be able to get a wheel change. No. And and I mentioned to you, I got third in a, in a crit, a state championship crit, when I was involved with a crash, and, and one of my spokes broke on my front wheel. Well, I was over. But with rim brakes, I got somebody else's front wheel in the pits, came in, was able to get third place. You know, that's and the thing. Even if, your brakes, even if your brakes were out of alignment, you could grab the brake body and just and go get, boop or a little bit or flip a little lever you, on your front exactly. brake and, and widen it out a little yeah. bit. The rotor spacing is so tight right now that the average human being. Okay, so if we're making these decisions, if we're making decisions based on safety for the average rider. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the average weekend warrior can't do the super tuck because it's been banned. Okay, so the average weekend warrior is going to have break these brakes on their bikes, but they can't get a wheel change. 
So if I flat in a road race, if I travel 300 miles to do a, 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 a stage race, all of a sudden you're telling me that because I was in the road race, I flatted five miles into the first stage, I got a shitty wheel change with a rubbing brake, and I lost 38 minutes my entire... Jackson, you're smiling, and you're being coy. <laughs> and I, I honestly think that... Y- this is a technology that we haven't reached yet. I don't think the calipers, I don't think the pads for disc brakes are f- wide enough yet. Mm-hmm. That you can't get enough travel in the pads to adjust for the fact that two wheels are never going to be the same. Jackson, with your disc brakes, I love my disc brakes on my mountain bike and on my gravel bike. I love them to death, but I will never change wheels on those bikes. And in road racing in particular, you are changing wheels in and out, especially in an event. I think this is going to change the Weekend Warriors perspective on events. I think we're going to have to suddenly beef up on our tires. We're going to have to beef up on our tubes. Everything's going to get heavier. We're going to have to fill the things with what do you, jizz, as you call it. That's a, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but but we're going to have to fill the everything with the sealants because we're going to be too terrified of the fact that I've traveled 300 miles and now all of a sudden my race is over in five minutes because I, I ran over a tack. I, I, I'm or a piece of glass. Yeah, or... I'm, I'm tired today, so I'm cranky. So tell me I'm full of shit, Jackson. I love you, buddy. <laughs> my, my first thought is I'm going to sound like Kirsten here, but um, oh, Jesus, if, don't if, you dare <laughs> bank if, some if pots. Yeah. You, you should have just been running tubeless, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, I also think um, that there is a discussion here about technology not being ready okay i don't think Um, it is what i don't think it is i agree with frumi on that Mm -hmm. um i think that when will it be ready you know what i mean um you, you have to introduce it at some point i um obviously if you two if you two want to run rim brakes for the rest of your life you Shimano is going to do something about that. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, no they won't. Yeah, I don't think they will. I, I don't know. I slightly. I think disagree. rim brakes. I think rim brakes are going to go but the way to the dodo. I think, I think I bought the last one of the last giant bikes that has rim brakes. Yeah, no one's going to spec out, and that's all based off of manufacturer sales, retail sales. That even even like three years ago, that if you had two models, one was rim brakes and one was uh, disc brakes. Disc brakes sold, outsold rim brakes before the pros even had it. The reason for that is that uh, as a consumer, we want the new and up and coming. We don't want to renew yeah. that. That's that's what what pr- pursued that. Um, so I, I kind of disagree, but I cut you off. So go ahead. No, I think um, I I get I get that, um, but I, I my personal opinion is that if the technology isn't ready. You know, what year will it be ready? I know we can't predict the future, um, but if not now, when is my my only issue, my only difficulty? Because it will, it's gonna have to happen at some point. And I know that un- unfortunately, my my stance will will like we we will have to cope with the fact that it will come out on top. You know, we all will be on disc brakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. However, I think that eventually, at one point. It's going to have to be ready, so why not now? 
because so, it's not ready. It, well, it, yeah, that's. I took the chicken out of the oven early last night, <laughs> and <laughs> I was I was pissed <laughs> off. I was pissed off because the chicken wasn't ready. Should I have served it to your mother and killed her? No. <laughs> Wow, what a leap. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) You you, you should spend more time in a a waiting room. You're funny today. I go to the hospital a lot more often. (laughs) Did I mention the fucker in the waiting room in front of me had a gun (laughs) on his fucking belt? Come on! Well, I, I think, <laughs> with without a doubt, I I understand. I I, I dig the beat uh, that you're you're laying down there, Jackson. <laughs> but uh, the th- the thing is 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 my cost. I I came into the sport where you know, well, you know, way back yeah. that you, you got a Campanolo in you know, like 1984. You, you, you could buy under a thousand or around a thousand dollars a Campanolo, top of the line, which would probably be for five thousand dollars, yeah, five now. six thousand, yeah, 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 maybe yeah, yeah. at the most, yeah. Disc brakes accelerated the cost of it, and the, and then to throw electronic shifting on there, where the bike that I bought and my BMC with uh, SRAM Red in, in 2012 cost six thousand dollars. That same bike right now is eleven thousand five hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's and I'm thinking if I crash this in the middle of the season, I'm gonna go cycling's it, all inclusive. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's it's like what are we chasing? So why are we why do we have to be the test monkeys and pay the money for them to figure out for technology how, yeah, that's for not technology. Ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. where I have a problem. So no, I I'd soon pay the money for something I know that works and then hey, tap me on the shoulder and said, "Dude, that works." Yeah. Then I'm willing to spend I I would I would be willing because if I spend 12 grand on a bike Today, if the technology is not ready, then I've got a turd. Your bike's going to last two years. Yeah, two, three years. And it's like, that's not the same through axles. Nobody used that. Or, you know, yeah, the the inline... Brakes have been re. Oh, it, it, it's too. I don't want to be on, in yeah. the. I don't want to be on the leading edge of technology. I want to catch right when it just peaks. Yeah. So I, that's my I think, beef. I think my last question on this because um, I know that we will always have a difference of opinions here, and that is completely <laughs> acceptable in my opinion. I love and me, it, um, it yeah. makes good radio, guys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, what type of cell phone do we all own? That's a genuine question. All iPhones. Yeah. Okay. When the first iPhone came out, I remember we all went, "What the hell are they on to?" Right. What's going on? This is new stuff. Why would we, the old stuff works. Why would we need the new stuff? And we got it. We all got it. Well, look where we are. Your arguments, your arguments incredibly flawed. It's, it's almost as much as me and the chicken last night because, because, (laughs) because I can buy a cell phone for two to 300 bucks back in the day, but now it's a cell phone. Isn't costing me. 12 grand and I'm not stuck with it and and no, it's 1200 bucks as opposed I'm, to and my, my my cell phone still works you know is what I'm saying I mean and if, if I take my cell phone across the country I could still make a call if I if a call drops I haven't wasted my entire weekend and I, I will sorry use, I'm just playing yeah, with your analogy yeah. here and and with the same one <laughs> if you if you ask me because I'm old the best iPhone was my 4S. 
I, I don't take many pictures. Uh, you know, I text and call. Yeah. All those apps, I have I have tons of apps on my phone. You and are the favorite old curmudgeon on the show, by the way. People, people send me emails about how much that they thing love worked. your... The only reason I got rid of it, I was <laughs> hanging on to the home button in the middle. It just quit working. They said, well, you know... And, and not only that, of course, the operation systems wouldn't... It wouldn't be yeah. able to support it. So, you know... And that's what my rim brake BMC is going to be like. <laughs> and then I'll buy the, the 10, and then the 11's got three cameras. Yeah. And then, then yeah. the 12, well, the 11 didn't have 5G, and everything's 5G. When does it end? And that's the frustration. Yeah. I just that's want a, a lot bike of money. It's going to last me yeah. six years. Like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. Jackson, you're, you're just like that's it. I'm fucking starting my own podcast. Yeah. It's gonna be called the Disc Brake Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll have a lot of people listening. You can call it Disc Heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, we're already an hour and eight minutes into a podcast, so that throws out about three of my other news stories, including oh. Tebow Pino. I guess we can get back to Tebow at another day. Yeah, um, that's not gonna go away. Tebow's burning out, man. I, I'm worried about Tebow. He likes his goats. He does. <laughs> He's a good farmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I, and I had a whole bunch of stuff about 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 ketones and all this kind of stuff like that. There's, there's stuff I don't understand that I tried to research today, but ironically you, enough, too, I was in a hospital. Too fixated on the guy's gun. On the guy that, with the gun <laughs> in front of me. I'm like, oh, that's, man, the guy's that's gun. That's a worry. Yeah. yeah. So before I get to it, I got to say that the topic is brought to us by our friends at Gooder. You guys, new stuff constantly coming out from the folks at Gooder. You can, uh, what, what was I going to say? From the folks at Gooder, even better because they're so damn affordable. You can get glasses for your mood, the conditions, and even for if you want to go full pro, that moment when you want to shed a pair. I've always wanted to just throw a pair of sunglasses off to somebody in a race. It just would be just like. Now with the new UCI rules. Oh, you can't throw them off. Yeah. It's garbage. Yeah. Fucking UCI. <laughs> it's taking all my fun. Your cool's gone now. Yeah, it is. But if you if they didn't know you only spent 35 bucks on these glasses, you'd just yeah. be like, ah, here. Yeah. Uh, great. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, UCI. You've ruined my dream. And you've ruined my read for Gooder. Get to Gooder.com or hell, sign up as a member of Club Pack Filler. Ding, ding. And get started on the addiction that makes you look better, save money, and feel good about yourself basically the opposite of meth <laughs> <laughs> did you add that it was that there's no that was not, read? nothing that's theirs i write this oh, shit every okay. week <laughs> so <laughs> you think goodard want to be like hey compare us to meth would yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> um but for, before i even get to the the the, the fun part of the uh, the of the show i do want to touch base on on professor paul and I do want to say the fact that oh, that we dropped the ball on on the posting mm -hmm. of things this week, and and I think what we need to do is, and this needs to become another membership perk, is is that immediately needs to get posted right away or something like that, so people can catch up. Because I posted something that wasn't necessarily the, what I meant, but that was my footage. mistake. I'll take the blame. I sent you the wrong link. Oh, you motherfucker! Yeah, that's. It's all my fault. No, I. But I, I'm. I'm taking partial credit because I think the audience and those of you watching the screen right now will understand because you're going to hear this. <laughs> what the hell? 
This is from the footage. Yes. Oh, that's right. From the, the greatest show on earth, Eddie Marks. I can't show much of it or YouTube will shut me down. But uh, but there we go. That That's you incorrect. Had, Paul, but you, you can watch had it. me at that. But mm-hmm. but anyway, um, talk to us about the footage we're supposed to have seen uh-huh. and talk to me about the footage we're going to see. Okay. So the the footage you were supposed to see, and I sent you the wrong link, and, and there's a series of – there was a movie. Okay. I'll backtrack. Let me digress. No. There was – We talked about stars and water carriers. So this is a year or two, I think, I think only a year after stars and water carriers. Somebody followed it up. The production is not as good, um, but there's some interesting things. And that music. Yeah. It's it's cheesy as can be. It's Um, fucking beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) anyway, if you get to watch it, it's not a full production. Somebody, whoever posted it, has it like in eight segments or something. So, the one that I wanted you to see and that that you will probably repost is is the one towards the end of the. It's like the last second to last stage of of the Jiro. And my my what title year? to this seventy seventy six. I think I think is the last year. Merckx ends up winning his fifth Jiro, um, maybe seventy five, because uh, it wasn't seventy six. Okay. Um, 74, 75, but um, these things are strong. Uh, so <laughs> otherwise I would know. Uh, so anyway, his there's one guy that the whole time just wanted to beat Merckx, and and it's uh, Manuel uh, uh, Fuentes. Oh, and, okay. Manuel uh, Fuentes. And so anyway, you saw him in the previous – ones that I with stars Riding and water carriers, cost. yeah, and oh, he's okay. yeah. So he actually starts off with uh, being in the pink jersey, and there was a, a stage in there in the next following one where he has like a seven minute lead on Merck's. No, no, he has a, no, no, not seven minutes. Um, he had like two or three minutes, and the time trial it picks up where the time trial is, and he loses all that time on the time trial. So. Uh, Merckx ends up, what happens is Fuentes is cocky enough that at the last feed, he says, I don't need a feed. And I don't, this is before radios. Somebody picked up and told Merckx, hey, Fuentes didn't didn't grab a feed. Merckx ordered his men to the front and they hammered it. And Fuentes came unglued. He He just bonked beyond belief and lost nine minutes, ended up seven minutes behind. But giving him credit... He ends up going, and and on the second to last stage, which has got some really big climbs, which Merckx is a good twenty pounds heavier than this guy, this Spanish climber. Shit. So you know, Merckx even says it's hard to make up time. You know, when you yeah. hit the hills. So anyway, there's the part to focus on is what Fuente says. There's a translator as he's climbing up the hill about, you know, being what he went through when he lost and then he talks a few things about you know about the media and and their take on what happened to him and he also oh, wow. talks it, it's pretty good so my title on this is you know it more things change the more they stay the same because <laughs> you'll start seeing even outside of that the way people react you know the people they're just crazy the tafosi on the side of the road are 
are insane. They're and they're ninety nine percent men, which is not yeah. you don't see it anymore. But they're drunken Italian guys, been sucking down a wine the whole time. They're pushing pushing guys. Guys are fighting because they're pushing guys. I mean, it's just crazy. And we think it's bad now. Yeah, it was bad then. So anyway, that's that one. That's the past one. That's the past one. Okay. Yeah. So it's the greatest show on earth, and all. Should we stick it. with that one for this week? Should we? Re- yeah, let's do that. that. Yeah, let's one and just that. stick with that. Yeah. Okay. So that's our assignment. You you you've all been given a week, a, a, a <laughs> free week out there, everybody. You guys, you get. So read eighty pages, Jackson. Yeah. And then and before your it. next eighty pages, you have to read. Uh, watch it. Yeah. There we go. How's that? There we go. Yeah. So you guys, there are. Now that we're hour fifteen in, there are some uh, one of my favorite topics. I'm going to hold off to next week, and I, I it, it breaks my heart because we just got to we have to end the show with having fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. have to th- end the show with simplicity and some childish humor. So, uh, and the childish humor is of course brought to our, brought to us by our friends at Mojo Cyclery, Yay. who's who sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. You might have seen me in the in the last uh, uh, not no the first I think coffee and comments yeah. I, mm-hmm. I wore this one on it and it's cool it's got the even it's got it on the hood i don't wear my hood up though so i don't i don't i don't look very hip nothing about me is hip. You're not you're not gangsta no um so we're, we're just gonna have some fun we're gonna end we're gonna end the episode with would you rather because we you know we're not gonna make it competitive we're just gonna mm-hmm. uh, speed round of would you rather okay gentlemen are you prepared yep i have uh how many do i have I have 11, and we'll go fast, okay? Gentlemen, uh, starting with Paul, number one, would you give up beer or give up clipless pedals? Wow. Yeah, (laughs) easy, actually. I just, that's quite a big, Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not Uh, fucking around. I'd give up clipless pedals. Give up clipless (laughs) pedals. (laughs) Paul would ride with no clips. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Jackson, I, I I know you what you're gonna say, but I'm trying to find another. Okay, soda or clipless pedals. Soda. Yeah, change the perspective. I could do it. Then. You could what? I could do it. You give up soda. Yeah. You give up sugary sodas. I He's never to- rode with clips. He hasn't. He has no idea what that pain on the top of your foot is about. To and your toes going to sleep. world of hurt you're yeah, about to enter. Yeah. I would do clipless pedals, too. Well, uh, Paul Maine, would you stop shaving your legs or, in exchange to be able to shave your legs, shave your head? Uh, I'd shave my head. You'd shave your head? Yeah. Jackson Bulger, would you shave your head or, shave, or be able to still shave your legs? No, shave your head and legs or not shave your legs? You know, I was. This is a conversation I've had recently, but I was really bummed. what? <laughs> okay, what? Like I was saying, like if I lost my hair, like I, I think yeah. grow, a, grow a great big bushy beard, okay, and then just do it, just full on commit. I'd I'd do it both. So you'd shave, you'd be totally smooth. All right, yeah. I would too. Uh, Paul Maine, would you wear day glow or a third eye? You had to wear one. I'm thinking of our friend. Oh, no. <laughs> Pat's making fun of cyclists. He should be canceled. Fuck you, Bulger. Well, that's kind of tough because. I wear a third eye and I'm offended. <laughs> it's kind of tough Sorry, because our I... current kit is borderline. There's some some little bit of. A little bit. A little bit, bit maybe. Maybe. The so green, I don't want to diss that. Green is but I also want to honor one of our faithful listeners 
just Justin Short. Oh, and Justin, I'll probably yeah. wear one in his honor, and but I would wear it on the wrong side. Instead of on the left side, I'd have it so I'm looking. Oh, in so the, the ditch. third eye, you'd wear it so, you <laughs> no, so it doesn't see really you saw. work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jackson, third eye or uh, day glow? I think day glow because you can make you can make day glow cool. Like the kid of shame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd probably day glow it up too. Uh, race shirtless or wear a jersey and a speedo. <laughs> shirtless and i i pity anybody has to look at this 58 year old body <laughs> jackson shirtless or jersey and speedo i would probably i'd probably ride shirtless as well i don't know if a lot of people are with, are keen to see that yeah i think i'm in the same boat yeah. i think i i think i i think i'd just wear the bib shorts and call it good uh be a domestique for a sprinter or a climber sprinter Jackson? Climber. I'd sprinter. Be a domestique on a top world team, like the best world team in the world, or a leader on a domestic team? Do, uh, domestique on a world tour. World tour That'd team? be awesome. That'd be my dream. Jackson? That's a tough one. I I might be a leader on a local, or not a local, but a smaller continental team, because then you can get picked up. But no, I never said you could. See, I'm, 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 play, I'm making my. Yeah, you're thinking of, of the technology ten years down the road because you're going to still be alive. You're going to be like, this brakes are going to rock, and no derailers. I'll be dead when. <laughs> I can You'll change, be dead in ten years. I can change gears. I with might my be. Brain. Yeah, might be. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I'm that old. So you're you're the leader of a domestic team. What the hell? All right, I probably. I'd be. I'd like to be a lead-out guy for a, a top world tour team. Would you rather ride a fat bike on the road for a year or road bike in the sand for a year? I'd do the road bike in the sand. That would be fun. Oh wow! I've for a sand. full year. Yeah, you got you. Your legs would be massive. Yeah, you'd be catching <laughs> and your bike handling skills. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like, fuck you, Vanderpoel. Yeah, Jackson. They're both kind of the same ride experience, so I'd probably <laughs> yeah, just ride yeah. a fat bike on the road. <laughs> okay, I'd probably uh, I'd probably do fat bike on the road. I have hmm. to admit. Uh, would you rather have a beer with Eddie Merckx or Chris Froome? Oh, jeez, come on, that's not even a question. <laughs> it's Merckx, Chris uh, Jackson. I'd probably pick Chris Froome because he's more my generation. I don't know. I think Chris Froome would be a funnier beer. I don't know. Eddie Merck seems Merck. so serious. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It, he knows all the Belgian beers, the best beers, beers in the world. Great right, point. Right Great point. Chris Boom hasn't drank a beer in 15 <laughs> years, for Christ's sake. I get him hammered and be funny. Give him some, like, you know, hey, hey, hey try the cider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, we're just coming at you with both yeah. barrels tonight. No doubt. Would you rather wear your helmet backwards or your shoes on the wrong feet for 100 miles straight? Just for giggles, I'd put my shoes on the wrong feet. That's for 100 great. miles? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, my current shoes right now, they're so painful that <laughs> it's probably they're probably on the wrong foot. Cycling shoe manufacturers, yeah. Paul's up for an endorsement. <laughs> Jackson Bolger, would you uh, helmet backwards or shoes on the wrong feet for 100 miles? 
I don't think I want to ruin my knees for the rest of my life, so I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably go for the helmet. You're going helmet backwards? I'd probably wear my helmet backwards, too. Paul's just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Last two. Uh, would you rather be, this is another 100 miles, would you rather be forced to eat a greasy cheeseburger and fries every 10 miles of a 100-mile ride or drink a bidon of tomato juice every 10 miles for 100 miles? Wow, it's it's the results at the end. By the Wait, way, the, all the this tomato shit, juice. This shit came up to me in a fucking hospital waiting room, staring today. at a guy with a gun on. Yeah, his back. I was like, <laughs> blood. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> tomato juice sounds more appealing, but I know, but mile fifty. Yeah, I mean, my chamois would be just like oozing out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Jack. It's true. So which did you pick? You're going burger I'd, and fries? I, I, I'd, I'd rather just shit myself and, and drink. I, I like tomatoes. You so, do? So yeah. you so you I use do the tomato tomatoes. juice? Yeah. Okay. Jackson? It, like eight ounce, 10 ounce? How much do I have? A bidon. A bidon. A full, oh, fucking hell. like 16, 18 ounce. Well, I think I'm going to get the same results with uh, with a cheeseburger. So, <laughs> so no matter what, you're <laughs> yeah, shitting yourself. I'm shitting myself. So your tomato juice. Jackson, yep. tomato juice or hamburger and fries? I think as... For people that ride with me, they know that I have to ride every or eat every single hour on the dot. He does. So this is just like speeding that up a little bit. So I'd, I'd do the cheeseburger. I would do the cheeseburger and fries too because at least I could puke. <laughs> the cheeseburger fries. Are you Roman? <laughs> do the vomitorium. <laughs> I I uh I I could do that just because I I can't stand tomato juice. I huh. hate it with the passion of a thousand sons. I hate huh. it. So I would do the burger and fries. So, um, okay, last one. Would you rather crash over the bars or a butt slide? Butt slide, easy. Really? Over the bars, you've got broken collarbones, shoulders. It's bad. I didn't say what terrain. Doesn't matter. Okay. You go over the top of the bars, it's bad. Okay. Always Jackson? bad news. I think I'd rather butt slide. Yeah. I'd rather butt slide, yeah. My over the bars crashes have never been that bad. Maybe I'm I'm thankful for the fact that. I I've haven't got had a, a hor- horrible over. You got a bad collarbone. Yeah. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, oh. and it was at yeah over the top of the bars. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Fine. Okay. There we have our uh, God. You guys, I had so much more to get through. There's so much more I want to talk about alternative racing, and I guess I'm going to hold that off till our next show. Yeah. It's killing me. So that does it for another episode of the Pack Filler. Starting next week, you guys, we're going to be giving away prizes to Club Pack Filler members. I know I have to keep saying that because that's my job. To win, you have to be a member, and you have to respond within two days of the release of the show. So on Tuesdays is when we record this. If you're live with us, hi. Hi. <laughs> Um, if you're not live with us, we recorded it on Tuesday. So that gives you until what would we say Tuesday, uh, Thursday at midnight to respond. Mm -hmm. If, if we drew, if we drew your name for that prize and it can be anything from, you know, a a sticker pack to a new car, you never know, you know, so that's a car. Hey, (laughs) Hey, way to bait him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, so be sure and, and stay on with us. So join, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and be sure to check out Coffee and Comments on Sundays. Jackson, am I going to put you on the on the, on the 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 hook? Yes. For, for Sunday? You're going to do that? You're going to do it this Sunday? For the listeners, you'll see a different part of this exact corner. So, it it yeah. won't be my bedhead. 
this Sunday. <laughs> Are you going to drink coffee? Has to. Well, it's there's coffee a bear shit in the woods. Of course I'm going to. All right. <laughs> it's going to be a mocha. It's... <laughs> Oh, you know how many coffee people are talking to me already? Who want in? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the pre and the post, man. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. It's yeah. the before and the after or something yeah, yeah. that makes it so delicious. Yep. So if you disagree with us on the disc breaks thing, fuck you. But uh, <laughs> but uh, talk to us. If you agree with us on the disc break things, talk to us. Um, check out packfiller.com. Become a member of the Packfiller. And uh, that is the last time for this episode then I'm going to whore myself out for that one. So uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you very much. And uh, if Carson's listening this far, I just want to throw this in. Fuck off, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Love Carson. Love that buddy. But sometimes he listens and he's just like, wait, what? He's probably cooking going, bang, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Uh, catch you guys next week. Take care. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.